and welcome to Cruisin' for a Reviewsin'. This is a mini-sode. So I know normally when I do a two-parter episode, we don't worry about doing a mini-sode. However, given the whole situation with the coronavirus at the moment, I'm trying to limit how many people I force into my house to watch movies with me if they don't want to. So I thought I would actually draw this whole Mission Impossible thing out a little bit. Uh, hopefully by the time this episode is out, maybe things are getting better. I, that's only going to be like a few weeks away. So maybe not. Fingers crossed. <laughs> maybe. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Maybe there's some improvements. But because Taylor is a nurse, I thought we would just have a little chat about some coronavirus stuff. And then we're just also going to go through some famous films that talk about viral contagions as a main subject matter. So yeah, thought we'd make it really on the nose. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, so you are a emergency department nurse yes. at the RBWH in Brisbane. Yes, I've been there for too long now. <laughs> like 12 years or something like that. 12 years? Oh yeah, my God. I do other things. I work at retrieval services and I'm about to start working at Lifelight as a helicopter nurse as well. Which is the coolest thing I've ever heard. In my well, life. it's been a long time coming, um, but I'm, I'm pretty nervous about it. But yeah, that's coming up. Is that something you'll do as well as what you've been doing? Or is that yes. Your whole... I actually have three different jobs, so it'll be uh, rotating through that. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah, yeah. So busy, busy. Wow. But this has been an unprecedented event that's happening. And it's only really starting to ramp up here in Australia. As you probably heard, everything that's going on overseas. So we don't have those numbers yet, but sort of theoretically, our numbers are doubling every three days or so at the moment. So I think we're at about 2,000 or 3,000 cases at the moment. So that's going to go way up by the time I do this podcast episode, hey? Potentially. Yeah, yeah So wow. who knows what we'll, we'll be in in that time. Because like, I'd like to think that we're going to do everything we can to flatten the curve. Like I've barely left the house except a couple of supermarket runs and I was doing a little bit of swimming stuff, but that the pool's closed. So I can't even do that, like leaving the house to walk the dogs and that's it. But I mean, we saw people on Bondi Beach after the lockdown started. Yeah. And they were like, well, we're just going to go to the beach because of the myth that warm weather, like hot weather, will will kill the virus. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's it's quite unprecedented. A lot of people, are, as you say, are doing the right thing. The best thing to do is stay home. I know this is a huge drama for businesses and people who work and things like that. Particularly if you're sick, you should certainly be home. Mm. The whole point of it is to stop the hospitals getting overloaded. Yeah. So they can only... They only so many emergency departments and there's only so many ICU beds and the whole point of it is as you say trying to flatten the curve and not get those insane numbers that they've seen in places we don't want to be like Italy where they have to pick who gets to survive and who doesn't yeah they have some flat rules there as well about who makes it into ICU and yeah it's pretty bad over there yeah that's why I can going to continue to do my podcast as much as I can because at least you've got something to listen to so yeah definitely listen to as many podcasts as you can including my one and yeah just stay home I guess I know it can be boring and I know for some people being home is the worst possible place to be but if you can and you're safe to do so just stay home yeah, the, yeah. So, the science and the evidence from overseas certainly say this is the best thing that can people can do. So so thanks for inviting me, an emergency <laughs> nurse over that's been working in the fever clinic. No, it's all good. That's all right. If anyone's been in the clean and looking after themselves, <laughs> I would imagine it's you. Yeah, yeah. No. All fantastic. right, so let's have a talk. So I wasn't sure if this is going to be too on the nose, but I know a lot of people. So I, lo- I Googled movies that are about a contagion or a virus wiping out, and there were so many lists written in the last few days. So... 
obviously I'm not the only person who immediately went and looked at the movie Contagion and watched that. I must admit, I watched that the <laughs> moment this started to kick off. I was like, oh my God, I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, yeah, I, I guess we just kind of like want to see other perspectives and things like that. I think uh, of all the movies on this list, I think Contagion is the closest to what we're actually going through. I mean, obviously it was a much worse virus, but like they use terms like social isolation and self-distancing and all this sort of stuff that, yeah. and the way they talked about it, you know, touching surfaces and everything was just so, and it was, it started off from a bat transferring to another animal, transferring to humans, yeah. which is exactly what happened in this situation. Exactly. So, and there was things like hoarding there and, and yeah. uh, rioting, obviously we're not well, there. We're not, but, yeah, yeah. But did you hear about the two guys in New South Wales who, with, they, they hold up a coals with a knife. Like they just, what? and they stole toilet paper. Holy moly. Can you imagine? Hey, that's terrible. Just oh. go steal some money at least. Oh my <laughs> Let gosh. me have my fucking toilet paper. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the toilet paper hoarding started in Australia too. So that says a lot about what the fuck we're like, to be honest. Um. Anyway, all right. So I just compiled this from a bunch of lists that I found online. I haven't seen a lot of them, but I thought if, if anyone wants some recommendations and doesn't want to have to compile this list themselves, you can just listen to this. So we'll just only focus and chat about ones we've either one of us has seen. Otherwise, we'll just go through the list pretty quickly. So the first one is a 1957 film, The Seventh Seal. It actually looked really good in that. There's it looks scene, interesting. Yeah. Well, the scene that inspired Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey where they're playing chess and all these different games against death. And apparently that's from this movie where the guy um, set during the Black Death Plague of the 1300s, the film centres on a knight who encounters the angel of death and a game of chess to play for his soul. I think this is a f- really famous actor that was doing this. Yeah, I didn't write down who it was, but yeah, yeah um, it actually looks really good, so I'm going to probably try and see if I can get a copy of that. Uh, the Mask of the Red Death I thought looked really good because it starred Vincent Price and it was based on on a story by Edgar Allan Poe. Ooh, he's great. <laughs> and it's kind of good because, like, he, I don't know, he's a lord or something and he's, like, living up his best life while the plague kills all the peasants, but the plague ends up getting into the castle and it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're rich, the, yeah, the shit will... It's coming for you. <laughs> That's yep. the same with like all this hoarding. It's just like you need to help everyone in society because yeah, if you if you can afford to hoard all that stuff, then you're taking away from the poor people. The poor people are going to catch it and give it to you at some point. Yeah, like, it's exactly. still going to get you. And also, you're going to do people not understand that you can shower if you go to the toilet and you don't have toilet paper, you can have a shower. Like <laughs> of all the things to hoard, oh my god, we, we were lucky. We were with that uh, give a crap guys. Yeah. So like we bought toilet paper like last July and we're still using that now. We've oh, probably wow. got months left to go. Well. Well, the thing that pissed me off is they started hoarding. I mean, because I've been doing nails and everything, uh, hand sanitizer. Like, luckily a client gave me hand sanitizer because I was running out. And paper towels. I need paper towels to do nails with. And, like, all these things that I need just daily. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, this Uh. is so annoying. Yeah, rich or poor, you're going to get it if you're going to be a prick about it. Uh, The next one, so they put three together because they're all based on the same novel, which is called I Am Legend. So there's The Last Man on Earth from 1964, The Omega Man, 1971, and I Am Legend. 2007 so they're all pretty different it's about a plague that wipes out most of humanity and the main character who's a survivor um has to deal with like these the mutants or the Mutant vampire people, type yeah. things my my father used to love the omega man i yeah. think i've watched that with my dad like it's a very old film that's um charlton heston so that would yes. be a pretty ha- yeah, heavy yeah. sort of film and vincent apparently vincent price is 
64 version is the closest plot to the book and the Will Smith version, which I just watched before this started taking off, to be honest, mm. uh, it is the least like the book, but also actually has the same title. So, Is that okay. the last good film that he made? Uh, I, I'm a bit <laughs> like Tom Cruise. Anything that Will Smith does, I'm like, oh, the Gemini Man was a bit rubbish. Oh, like, you like him too? I love Will Smith. I, I like him. Did you, you, you see that picture over there? Oh, yeah. yeah. With Jeff Goldblum? But I haven't <laughs> seen him make anything good for a long time. Like, Look, I... I my rating of films is just like, did I enjoy it in any way? Yes, then it's good. Like, <laughs> well, he he was supposed to be in the um, oh fuck, in Independence. Squad, yeah. Oh yeah, it wasn't Suicide Squad in Independence Day, but then he wasn't in the second for that, so then he could make Gemini. Or yeah, but to be honest, the new Independence Day was dreadful. Yeah, I heard. So I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I had high hopes, and I and I just like anything really, to be honest. And I was just like, really. Have I ever told you? that I'm terrified of aliens and alien films. Oh, why? Absolutely petrified. Oh, like, I enjoy watching them because yeah. I get so scared by it. And I was scarred by Independence Day when I was a child. Oh, like, wow. Oh, it's so scary. That's how I am with ghost movies. Like, I'm so scared of ghosts. Like, if it's a de- if it's a demon sort of one, I'm like, fuck, I don't give a really? shit. As soon as a ghost, I'm so scared. So I get it. Yeah. And oh, I still watch them. <laughs> do you believe in ghosts like normally? Yes, but I also don't want to because I'm so scared of them. Oh, see, I, I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in aliens. So yeah. I'm terrified of alien yeah. films. Well, there you go. Oh, boy. The Andromeda Strain, 1971, based on a Michael Crichton novel. I haven't seen this, but it looks really like an infectious organism that fell to Earth from space. Uh, apparently cinematography and that's really really good shivers 1975 so i have seen this it's a david cronenberg movie and it is so cronenberg like all the like body horror and oh, everything no, I haven't seen it. so it's like this virus basically makes everyone become they get infected by a parasite which makes them turn into manic sex fiends so there's like all these orgies but then you all start oh melding God. together and become like this big body horror like orgy mass of disgustingness that sounds hilarious <laughs> it's so wild that sounds like something you and ben have, have watched I yeah think. i think we, i think we did a uh, two bit movie club. Yeah. Or one of those. That sounds yeah. right up uh, your guys alley. The movie thing we do at our bar. Mm. So, next one Dawn of the Dead. So, I didn't put heaps of for zombie films because I thought we'd be here forever, but Dawn of the Dead was like the first. I had to watch this in interactive design in high school. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was That's like a pretty cool thing to have to watch. Something we had to, you know, talk about. I remember liking the remake as well, too, I think. I. I think I did too. I can't remember it very well. I just know like how it was a thing about a satire of consumerism and how given all the hoarding, it's very apt, Yeah, to be honest. Very true. Uh, next one is Virus from 1980. So I haven't seen this and I added it because I was so intrigued. It's like a Japanese movie, but it had a, like a really international cast. Oh, the guy that made Battle Royale. Yeah. What? So that looked really good. Um, apparently it's a really bleak and it but has a really it's epic feel because it's very long and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I... I really need to look that one up. Well, Battle Royale is one of my favourites. I don't think I've seen Battle Royale, but I love Hunger Games, so I'm assuming that I'd probably like Battle Royale too. I do like it. It's really good. Yeah, check that that. one out. Outbreak. Now, I haven't watched this probably since the late 90s. Apparently, it hasn't aged that well in that it's just, it's not as realistic as, say, Contagion or anything, but I just remember Monkey Gets the Virus and Dustin Hoffman's involved in some way, so. Dustin Hoffman. I remember. They wear like. The big yellow suits. Yellow suit. I remember being quite afraid of that. Yeah. Yeah. When I was younger. So I remember loving it as a kid probably because I was scared shitless of it, but I wonder what it's like now. Of course you've got 
12 Monkeys, oh, Terry yeah. Gilliam. I haven't seen this in so long, and I was going to watch it like a few months ago, and now I think it's very timely that I watch it. Anything uh, by Terry Gilliam I've always enjoyed. Even The Grimm Brothers? The Grimm Brothers, I did not see. That was the worst <laughs> movies I've ever watched in my life. So I went to the film, I accidentally made You it went to the film premiere? in London. <laughs> so Terry Gilliam was there, and the actor, one of the actors... So wasn't so neither Matt Damon or I vaguely remember the Heath film, Ledger. but not seen it. As in, I think it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, neither Heath Ledger or Matt Damon were there, so it wasn't it wasn't that big a premiere. But I got to go. Oh, what's his face from Savage Garden was there? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was just like, I yes, was just... I love that album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrible movie, but that's irrelevant because that's nothing to do with viruses. But um, Twelve As- Monkeys. Australians is... will know who we're talking about. Yes, what yeah. Savage Garden. Album. Darren Hayes. That's it. Yes, of course, uh, Darren Hayes. Twelve Monkeys is definitely an amazing example of a Terry Gilliam film so I need to give that a rewatch and that's on streaming I'm pretty sure uh, Cabin Fever I nearly wasn't going to include this because I fucking hate that movie I don't I don't. I haven't seen it's it it's a horror film but it's basically it's a flesh eating virus during a camping trip I know like it, it sounds very token horror it's very Eli Roth like oh, right. it's like gore, gore porn Gory, or yeah. uh, I'm not that into horror to tell the truth like so I think I've seen like the the poster of this one yeah and it looks like a cabin that yep. looks like a skull. And I'm like, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> Resident Evil series. Uh, we were talking about this before. Love it. Love it. So <laughs> I, I know for a fact I've seen the first one about a hundred times. I don't know which of the sequels I've seen. I've seen a I've lost track. couple of them. There's like a million. But I know they're all fun. But yeah. that scene, the scene, the body, oh, what's it, the body slide thing where all the lasers come through and just chop them all up. Yeah. That I was love that shit so much. One? That was the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was saying that uh, uh, Marilyn Manson did the soundtrack, particularly oh, yeah. to the first one. 15-year-old Taylor loved all that <laughs> stuff. It was great. <laughs> uh, 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later, I think these movies are incredible and I'm very angry that they're not on streaming. Oh, hopefully I've got the DVD. So 28 Days Later, I remember watching that and being absolutely blown away because it technically is a zombie movie, but it was one of the first ones where the zombies were fast. Fast, and the way it was done, it's such a real... I feel so real. Yeah. Like, the way they shot it, it's in the UK. They had all those shots where there's no one in, like, Piccadilly Circus yeah. or places like that. It's, yeah, full-on, like... And uh, Cillian Murphy was really good in it, like, but he creeps me out. He's, something about his eyes creep me out. Scary, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I think it added to it, and the sequel was also really, really good where it's set six months later and they thought they'd beat it, but they hadn't. Give it some time, people. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Wasn't that like the virus was called like the rage virus? Or it basically the called virus. like this horrible rage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and like, oh, remember what, I think in the sequel where he just he's thumbs in his wife's eyes and just goes kills her that way. And I'm like, oh, oh no. To tell the truth, I don't think I've seen the sequel. I should oh, say. It's, it's actually really good. Like yeah. it actually, some people think it's better. I think it's just as good as the first oh, one. Cool. Uh, the next one, wonderful movie, Children of Men 2006. Fantastic Alfonso Cuarón. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away of that because I think you should just watch it and enjoy it. Like, all I'll say is that they used... There's a scene where they just use a single shot and it was... Like they're escaping from something and like there's a burnt out car tumbling down a hill and they have like it was all just one shot and it was just amazing. Yeah, I've got a friend that's right into cinematography and he talks about this film all the time. Yeah, it's amazingly shot. Particularly, I think the the very beginning of the film when he, I think he's in an office and he walks out, he walks into a train station, he gets on a bus, he goes on the bus and then there's an explosion. That is all one shot as well. There's quite a few of them in the film. I feel like I'm probably going to watch this tonight. (laughs) That's a good call. I think we did too. 
Uh, the next one, The Happening, I nearly didn't include this because I hate Mark Wahlberg with a burning, fiery passion. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, he has, he's not in anything good. I like Ted. I thought that was funny. Yeah, have you, do you know why he went to jail in the 80s? No, I have no I idea. hate crimes. Really? Yeah. He, oh, my he God. He initially threw rocks at and called a young black girl the N-word with his friends. Really? Oh. And got a slap on the wrist, but then they said, if you do anything else, you're going to jail, and then decided to beat a Vietnamese man so badly, he sent him blind what? in one eye. What? Yep. This um, is all news to me. I had no idea. I knew he went to jail because when he was like in New Kids in the Block, I remember he was the bad boy because he'd been to jail and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I actually looked it up a couple of years ago because it sort of came back into the news. And yeah, he's very racist. Bit of a scumbag yeah. racist. Yeah, yeah. So I nearly didn't include it, but I also kind of like this movie. It's like a viral plague that causes those infected to die by suicide. I feel like it is, a lot of people hate it. I actually liked it. But it also, it's like Bird Box, but a thousand times better than fucking Bird Box. I haven't seen Bird Box, but oh. I always remember someone lying down and getting run over by a motor mower from this movie yeah. and it really sticking in my oh, mind. Yeah. I'm a scaredy cat from films. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, this is so scary. <laughs> Quarantine, I really like this movie. I remember saying, and it's actually a remake of a Spanish film called Record. REC in the weird brackets, like a record. So it's a found footage film where the TV reporter go and get trapped in a building that's been quarantined and suddenly there's a horrible virus and it's actually, yeah, I, I really like found footage films. So I uh, highly recommend that. You'd probably like, uh, I really like that one with the alien comes to New York City. Cloverfield. Cloverfield. So many people hate that movie. I love it so much. I like it too. It's well, so because good. it's an alien film, so I'm terrified by it. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. And uh, there's there's a bit of like uh, infection in that one as I know well too. In, Ten, like was it Living Cloverfield Lane the one the sequel that was really scary that too. was implied that there was a virus but then she finds out that there's not it was just John Goodman being a prick and holding her prisoner for no reason oh really yeah I thought there was aliens there were still aliens oh yeah but he also kept it there to say, it's for your own safety like there's a oh, horrible right. like that you can't breathe the air as a virus whatever and so when she escapes she actually realises it's not it, true it's all Bloody yeah. John Goodman. Kid. John Goodman, you're normally so good. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe he's still making films. Oh my gosh. Next one, Carriers? Carriers. I haven't seen this movie. It actually, I don't know how good it looks, except it's got Chris Pine in it, and I really like, oh, and Christopher Maloney, and I'm like, that's a pretty good cast. So I might give that one a, a watch. I haven't seen it. And this one actually looks really good, and I really want to watch it, called Blindness. It's based on a Portuguese novel. It looks at like what happens when a world is hit by a pandemic that renders people blind, which is, I thought was kind oh. of a different way of doing it like it doesn't have to just be killing people it can actually cause other things that reminds me I've recently read a book and there's been movies made of it called The Day of the Triffids have you oh yeah 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 so of course everyone goes blind and then these crazy plants are around and they yep. take over and kill everyone that's right I've yeah, watched yeah. that in ages yeah that's that's a really good book as well too the next one along is one called The Black Death which was in 2010 and it's basically about the time of the Black Death and it's very well done medieval uh, movie. It's quite scary. Uh, there's a, quite a bit of action. There's this one guy who's like a torturer and he gets around with this Iron Maiden, you know, the big thing they've yep. got spikes. These bandits take him and they put him in it and he dies in it. Yeah. So, what a, what yeah. a way to go. Yeah, it's a, it's quite a, a bleak, you know, depiction of what it was like back then. Yeah. And yeah. I, haven't, I haven't even heard of it so I'm excited to watch that one. Yeah, check that one out. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I actually really liked this reboot of Planet of the Apes. Basically, they put this experimental viral-based Alzheimer's treatment into this chimp Caesar, which makes him super, super smart, yep. but also it ends up mutating and killing most of, most of the humans. Yeah, that's right. Which is like, a, it's like a big prequel to the Charlton Heston, Planet of the Apes. So yeah, I didn't even think about how that was a viral film and 
I watched the one, the newest one with Woody Harrison recently. Yeah. It's a really good movie. They go into the forest and yeah, yeah. yeah. Next one, Contagion. We've already talked about uh, basically what I'll say is that, of course, Gwyneth Paltrow was the fucking cause of all this. You're causing a lot of drama, (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) So steaming her vagina too much. and (laughs) Did she really do that? Yes, it's a thing. The stupid goop thing. Oh, I've stayed away from all of it. It's so embarrassing. Like all these doctors and like medical professionals like, do not do these things that she's telling you to do because they don't, like Yoni stone, the special stone you put up inside your vagina that's meant to help you. But people are like, the only thing it's doing is strengthening your pelvic floor muscles. And if you're not using the right thing and it's porous, then the bacteria, and they're like, stop doing these things. It's <laughs> oh fucked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, of course, Gwyneth Paltrow fucking would be the one who brings a horrible contagion to the rest of us. She's still in one of my favorite movies of all time, mm-hmm. which is The Royal Ten and Bounds. I haven't watched that movie. Uh, did you like Wes Anderson stuff? Oh. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I've always been like, Ugh, it's too much whimsy. But then I've watched films and I've gone, oh, that was really good. I hate Bill Murray. So he's in so many of them. Yeah, he is in quite a few of them. Yeah, but there's ones that he's not in. Yeah. Um, yeah, but a lot of the ones that he's in are my favorite. Oh, see, so yeah, that's so yeah. true. Then I love, yeah. like, I love his animated, like his stop motion ones. Yeah, yeah. So good. They're great too. What's the next one? Perfect Sense. Okay, so this, I like the concept of it. Apparently it wasn't done that well, but I'm probably going to watch it. And even though it's mostly more romantic than sci-fi, but basically this epidemic spreads and it, they lose their sensory perceptions one by one. So like you'll lose, so what does it say? Um, oh, I was reading about it. So you like when you lose that losing your taste, something else will happen. Like you'll get suddenly, you'll suddenly become really gluttonous and some other weird emotion will happen to you. Oh. And then you lose your taste. When you lose your uh, hearing, something like when you lose your hearing, you become filled with rage for a while. And so... Oh my God. And so, sounds like a crazy then, thing to happen. But then I'm, I'm going to spoil the ending, but... But apparently there's two people fall in love during all this and she's actually works for the CDC. And apparently when everyone at the same time feels this euphoric feeling of joy and love and then oh. everyone like makes up after fighting and everything and then they all lose their vision. Oh which my is, gosh. Uh, which I don't like romantic or sad movies but and I already get upset thinking about that so I probably shouldn't watch it but we might. Oh, it sounds might like a, a touching end then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, World War Z. This movie doesn't deserve to be on any list but I've added Pretty it. Up, just... I think we're both on the same page with this yeah. one. So if you yeah read the Max Brooks film it's nothing to do with the book the book is like recounting World War Z which was like this big zombie apocalypse that happened and you know talking to the survivors and all that sort of stuff it's it's sort of in retrospect isn't it it's yeah. not really during it it's, it's what's it's all, it's afterwards. All after but this movie is straight up Brad Pitt fighting this zombie virus and it's just Brad Pitt in a haircut hanging yeah. out yeah <laughs> terrible terrible terrible, zombie, terrible. Zombie films. get out of here Brad Pitt <laughs> <laughs> so this one barely fits under the thing but I was so like intrigued by it I added to the list so mostly because I want to remember myself to like download or find this on streaming it's about a coastal town that's infected by flesh-eating fish parasite and it's a found footage movie with several strands told by reporting and phone footage and surveillance and all that sort of stuff this sounds insane and like I was looking at the pictures like this woman is like all bubbly and disgusting and like the pictures I'm like yes fuck yes it's a real film it's not animated no no it's a real film oh my gosh so it's another found footage film it barely qualifies for this list that we're doing but I added it anyway because I was intrigued. I'm intrigued. That's going to be on my list too. 
what I'm going to consider the best zombie movie ever made, uh, Train to Busan. Have you seen that? Oh, I never have. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, I highly recommend it. It is a Korean zombie movie. It is just the best. Like, it's not super gory. Yeah. Because I guess they don't need to do that. Like, they, you know, you know, a lot of zombie movies, like, they stamp on heads and they do everything. Everything's so over the top and gross. Yeah. They don't really have that. Uh, they're fast-moving zombies, which is very scary, but it's like a dad is taking his daughter to see her mother on the train to Busan, and that's when the virus takes up, and it's it's full on, but it's really beautiful, and I you cry so much. At really, the end. it's really oh. touching. Like everyone learns all these lessons, even though most people die. Oh, that sounds yeah. amazing. I do like Korean films. Korean like, films are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many. There's some great ones out so, there. So apparently, there's a new one that's um Train to Busan. It's like not. It's kind of Train to Busan too. It's set after like months and months later, and it's called The Peninsula or something, and it's about the world after this. Oh. Except it's probably going to be postponed because of everything that's happening at the moment. Yeah. I guess. Good. Yeah. Uh, finally, the last one because I thought I'd do is get some modern ones. This is from 2017. It's called It Comes at Night. Um, I have seen it and it was really good. It's about a family. They've secluded themselves from the outside world. Um, there's a big outbreak and you know they've got like a regime where everything works perfectly and you know you don't go out at night and all stuff. But then this other family comes and they decide to let them in and obviously it's kind of like that Twilight Zone drama episode happens in the um, Fallout shelter where you know everyone's emotions are heightened and uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I highly recommend that. That was actually a pretty good film. I think it was. I think I've. I think this one has actually been on my list of mine to watch. Actually, Joel Edgerton's in it. I don't know if he directed it, but I have a feeling he might have because he directs a lot nowadays. Oh, cool. Yeah, so scary. That's, that's... it. Comes at night. It sounds quite scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's my list. Uh, there's obviously I was going to do an honorable mention list, but I thought we'd be here forever. There's lots of good movies, but there's some good ones if you want to watch. Uh, and we'll leave it at that. So as per the last episodes, you can find us social media i'll have it all linked below but just because you're a nurse just one more reminder of what people need to be doing at the moment (laughs) just common sense be washing your hands if you're sick stay at home try and stay away from emergency departments if only go if you are extremely unwell and take care of each other there's lots of people that need help and we can only get through this together (laughs) and that's our signing off because my dogs have had enough uh thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next time thank you